Hi, this is Pastor David Cooper. Thank you for joining my podcast. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing to you. I also want to ask you to share the podcast with others. Together, we can make an impact in people's lives as we introduce them to the Word of God. Thank you for your partnership and ministry of the Mount Perrin family and our outreach. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing to you today. One of the greatest needs we all have in our lives is the need for direction. Every day we face decisions, large ones, small ones, petty and significant. Many times we're not really sure which way to go. Sometimes we stand at a major fork in the road in our lives. And the decision we make and the direction we take will have a big impact on our final destiny. Our decisions lead to our direction, which in turn leads to our destination or what we might call our destiny. So in that sense, why God created us and has a will for our lives, we play a part in our own destiny by the decisions that we make. We often seek for counsel and have conversations with friends, family, husband, wife, parents, sometimes counselors and pastors, because we know that in those important times of life, we need to get our decisions right. One of the great promises of God to us is his people, is his promise to give us divine direction for the major decisions of life. The Holy Spirit lives within us. The Spirit of God speaks in our hearts and if we pray and seek God, he promises that he will give us a sense of direction, a sense of peace about the right direction. He promises to speak to us in our hearts and our minds. And this is what the psalmist David experienced in his own life. David's life is a story of divine direction. He came to many great decisions where he sought the counsel of the Lord. Sometimes he made some major mistakes because he didn't seek that counsel or he ignored the counsel of the Lord. So he knows a lot, as we all do, about the importance of divine direction. I like to think that David wrote the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, when he was younger, when he was still working on his father's farm, tending the sheep. He played a guitar, a lyre, a stringed instrument. He composed so many songs, many of which we find in the Psalms of the Old Testament. I like to think of him somewhere out working one day on the hillside, just watching over his sheep when that song began to come to him. The words, the lyrics, as he thought about his care for the sheep reminded him and gave him insight into how God cared for him. This psalm is a very personal psalm. It applies to all of us, but he writes it from the first person, the Lord is my shepherd. So David is reflecting his knowledge of God, his experience of God, the way that he saw God. In the course of his life, he lived out the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And now we come to this next promise. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Notice that he declares his assurance that God leads, present tense. He doesn't reflect on the past merely or the future. He had this sense that even in that moment of life, whether it was an 
average day or a significant day like the day he faced Goliath, he was aware that God, like a shepherd, was leading his life in the moment. That's a great assurance to have, to know regardless of what you feel on a certain day or what's going on that day, whether you're living an average day like most of our days are or a significant big day, that you know because you belong to the Lord that God has oversight of your life, that he leads you, even in ways sometimes you and I don't see, we don't even realize he leads us in paths of righteousness, what is right for us, for his name's sake, to get glory and honor. Any good decision will always bring honor and glory to God and draw you closer to God. It will make your relationship with God better. Bad decisions make our relationship with God worse. And that's what it means by the phrase, for his name's sake. Now, David knew how important direction was for sheep. Sheep have no sense of direction. If they get lost, a sheep cannot find its way home. Like a dog or a cat or a horse, they have a built-in sense of direction. One of our little dogs, a dachshund, we call him Radar. He has an amazing sense of direction. But sheep aren't like that. Sheep are not created with a built-in GPS system. They lack that inner sense of direction. And so the shepherd has to be with them all the time to direct them because they wander off. The sheep also has poor eyesight. So a sheep can only see about 10 or 15 yards in front of them, which enhances their poor direction. It's like us. We can't see that far into the future. We don't really know what's in front of us. We like to think we do. We like to imagine what's in front of us. But as we all know, life is full of surprises and expectations that we never saw coming. We make all these plans, and it's amazing how life actually oftentimes works out in ways that were not according to our plans. Because we, like sheep, have a very limited view of what's in front of us. The fields of Israel were covered with narrow paths over which a shepherd would lead the sheep to pasture. Now, some of these paths led to a precipice over which a sheep could easily fall to its death. Now, Isaiah the prophet compares us to sheep when he writes, all we like sheep have gone astray in Isaiah 53 verse 6. Now, this is an interesting prophecy because it is about the coming of Jesus as our Savior. This is the passage where he gives a prophetic preview of the crucifixion when he writes, he, the Messiah, was wounded for our transgressions and by his stripes we were healed. And why do we need a Savior? Because all we, all we, no matter how knowledgeable or intelligent or educated or gifted we are, all we, like sheep, have gone astray. And the rest of that verse says, we've turned everyone into his own way. And the Lord laid upon him, the Messiah, the sin of us all. And that is a statement about our sin nature when we tend to rebel against God and go off on our own and think we can live our own lives. And we have that rebellious streak within us, that self-determination that we feel like we don't need God. So we too, like these sheep, have a poor functioning GPS system at times. We go off on our own. We 
go contrary to God's will. We make decisions sometimes without seeking the Lord and get our lives in trouble. And many of us have found ourselves in a jam because we made poor decisions. We didn't have a sense of counsel and we didn't pray about it and we didn't have the direction we need. But we don't have to make those decisions because here we learn that God will lead us and guide us and direct us. But there's one thing the sheep must do. He must submit to the shepherd when the shepherd leads him. So we, like sheep, have a tendency to drift, to get off course, to make bad decisions, to not see very far in front of ourselves, and just wander off. And that's why direction is so important for sheep and so important for us. Sheep also are creatures of habit. That once they find a path, they will follow that path until it is a rut. And they'll graze in the same hills until the land is barren. They'll eat the grass down to the root even destroying the roots if they're not directed by the shepherd to move on to different pastures. Now, these well-worn areas can quickly become infested with parasites of all kinds. So the shepherd has to keep the sheep on the move. What's interesting about the sheep is that they are filled with excitement when they are led to new pastures. They don't naturally go there. They naturally stay in the old pasture. But the shepherd leads them to the next pasture. In the newness, however, when they get there, they like it. It brings excitement and anticipation. We're just like sheep. We get stuck in the rut. We get stuck in our traditions. We get entrenched in our habits. The changes of life start happening to us, and we resist change at all costs. We live in denial sometimes, pretending that things aren't changing. We just want to stay in the same place. It's very comfortable for us. It's it's a place we know, and we too just wear out the season of life. And God has a new season, and he comes like the shepherd to lead us to a new season. When God is directing our lives, he's always going to lead us to a new place, a new pasture to graze, a new experience in life, which is a wonderful thing about life is we tend to get stuck in the rut, and we get afraid to leave it. But if we'll allow the Lord to lead us, if we'll take that step of faith, if we'll run the risk and get out of the comfort zone, we can go to new things and new experience and new places, a new season of life, new relationships, new jobs, new opportunities, new ministries. So it's important for us to realize that when God leads us as a shepherd, he leads us to new pastures, new experiences, new places. Always be open to new things in your life. In Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19, we hear God speak to us directly as his people. When he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. There again, God says you need to get out of the rut of the old things, the former things, the things that were. You need to stop dwelling mentally and just obsessing about the way things were. And God says, I'm doing a new thing, which means I want to do a new thing in your life. I want to lead you to a new place. I've got new experiences for you. He says, it's springing up now. It's happening right now. I'm ready to do something new in your life. And then he asks us the question, do you not perceive it? Can you not see the new pasture? Can you not see the new season? Can you not see the... The new opportunity, are you so blinded by the way things were and focused on what was that you can't see the new opportunity? So he says, I'll lead you and guide you. And all we have to do is ask him. Well, how does God lead us? Well, notice that God leads us 
He doesn't drive us. I've heard it said that ranchers will drive the cattle. You've heard of a cattle drive, but sheep aren't like cattle. The shepherd has to get out in front of them and lead them. Sheep are very different from cattle, and that's why the Bible compares us to sheep. We're very sensitive. We don't respond to people driving us and events driving us. So God leads us. And when he leads us and gets out in front of us, we are called to follow him with trust and obedience. That's what the sheep has to do. The sheep have to look at the shepherd and trust that he knows where he's going. Obedience is simply acting on what we believe. That's all it is. And that becomes the secret to direction. When God leads us, all we have to do is trust that God knows where we need to be and follow him. And that's why Jesus always called people to follow him. That is his essential invitation to everyone. If anyone would come after me, he said, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. All through Jesus' conversations with people, as he spoke to multitudes, he tells us to follow him, get behind his lead and trust him. In the Old Testament, when they came out of the Time of Egyptian bondage, the Bible says that God appeared to them. His presence did like a, a cloud during the day that they could see. He gave them some type of a physical sign of his presence. And it said they followed the cloud by day. And at night, it looked like a, a pillar of fire, like as you've seen a sunset, perhaps, when the skies lit up with the beautiful colors. And it would stop at night, and they knew that's where they were to rest. That's where they camped. They, they were following the cloud. And God always gives us signs of his presence. He speaks in our hearts. And he always leads us in paths of righteousness. And righteousness means that which is right. It doesn't just mean something that is spiritually right or biblically right or morally right or ethically right. It also means what's right for you, what's appropriate for you, what's best for you. Righteousness is God's best for your life. And he says, I'll lead you in paths of righteousness, in the right way to go, in the right relationships, in the right job, in the right university, in the right opportunity, the right ministry. Now, as God directs us, he goes with us, goes before us, he's with us, he never leaves us. So it's like a shepherd never leaves the sheep. It is his living, active presence that guides us, which is a tremendous assurance today that God never leaves us as his people. The good shepherd is always with us. He stays with the sheep. No matter what the sheep do, no matter what problems they have or how they wander off, he never abandons the sheep. He says that God leads us in paths of righteousness also for his name's sake. When we do what's right for us and best for us according to God's will, we end up bringing honor and glory to God. And that becomes the ultimate purpose of life, not just to live for ourselves, but to bring honor and glory to God. And that becomes the ultimate purpose of divine direction is that our lives have an impact on others. We make an eternal impact. We bring glory to God. So we must learn to trust God, to ask him to direct us, to follow him when it's time for us to go on to new pastures. I share these promises with you as we close this part of the teaching. In Psalm 32 and 8, God says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you will go. I will counsel you and watch over you. In Isaiah 30, verse 21, God says, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. In John 16, 13, Jesus said, I'll give you the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, he said, will guide you into all truth. In Romans 8 and 14, it says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. 
Join me for prayer today. Perhaps you need divine direction. In this moment, just ask God by his spirit to speak to you. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your body and presence that you always go before us. You're always with us. You always protect us. We realize, Lord, that we like sheep often wander and stray. We get distracted and drawn off course. And I pray today for every person who needs to hear from you. Give them the divine direction they need. Give them the peace that comes with knowing they're making the right decision. Lead them and guide them today. Lord, we submit ourselves. We trust you to the point that we're willing to act upon how you lead us. In Jesus' name. Thank you for sharing this time with me. What a rich study. We are enjoying together the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Let me encourage you today to connect with me on social media and also to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And you can hear all types of sermons and teachings and materials from the ministry, Pastor David Cooper, YouTube. Also connect with our church, Mount Perrin, and make sure you download the Mount Perrin app. I'd love to see you in church this Sunday. If you can't be with us here on campus, wherever you are online, we're looking forward to worshiping the Lord together. Thank you for your faithful support, praying for the ministry and supporting the ministry generously. I know that God will bless you in a great way for your support of the Mount Perry Ministries. I love you. I'm praying for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me today as we've shared together the Word of God. Let me ask you to download the Mount Perrin Church app today so that we can stay connected and you can see all the great services and resources available for you and your family. Follow me on social media and also the Mount Perrin Church family. I look forward to seeing you in church to worship on campus and online. God bless you. Have an incredible day.